Hey, it's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. This is part two of three parts. It's a program from May of 2015. The magnificent drummer, Firon Akloff. I'm going to spell that for you. P-H-E-E-R-O-A-N. Akloff. A-K, capital L-A-F-F. Firon Akloff. Uh, he was my guest, and he chose the topic of Eric Dolphy. I, for one, could not be happier. Pretty much every time that, let me just say, there, I don't think there's ever been a time when a guest chose an artist of whom I was not already a super fan. And this one's no exception. And, lucky, little, I'm going to chalk this up to, as Sun Ra would say, fate in a pleasant mood. We found some magnificent live unreleased recordings. By golly. And uh, you're in the midst of it. If you missed part one, you might want to go back and listen to part one. Although, hey, you're here. You could just plunge in from here. And I'll just mention quickly, uh, Deep Focus is the name of the podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcasting app or at mitchgoldman.podbean.com. And if you like it, Come find us on Instagram, too, Deep Focus Podcast. Okay, here we go. Part two. Deep Focus with Fironok Lof on the topic of Eric Dolphin. So you just don't give them a choice. No. They, they, <laughs> I like it. It's like they must say uncle. <laughs> uncle Fironok. <laughs> I like it. But you have to have a state of mind going into Not that. only the state of mind, but the state of delicacy. Mm, mm. That doesn't when the control is not always done from uh, you know aggressive standpoint. Mm, mm, it sometimes mm. there, sometimes there's there are other elements that you uh-huh, know, there uh-huh. are subtler elements at work that a knowing right. multi percussionist I mean, right right that you learn eventually you know you just you just and some of that stuff is just not learnable you know I mean. You know, sometimes you have the you you can even go as far as having the uh, a Mingus kind of reaction, like mm. you know, like placing a drumstick in a salad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, or something like that. Make an example of Make one it person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let this be you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the old days. I don't <laughs> right. do that anymore. Exactly. Everybody's everybody's documenting everything now. Right, right. Might show up someplace right, you don't want it to. Right, right. <laughs> well, we are uh, just right around the midway point of mm-hmm. this program, Deep Focus. You heard, I hope you were along with us to hear this uh, astonishing live recording from uh, the Gaslight Inn in Queens. We have another at least as astounding recording for you um, coming up, and I'll, we'll tell you about that in just a moment. But, Firon, I want to ask you, I'm sure you've got uh, old friends and new friends listening right now, mm-hmm. and um, I'm wondering if there's an opportunity to hear your music coming up. I noticed you didn't say young friend. You said old, new friend. <laughs> Existing friends as well as newly acquired, recently acquired friends. There might be people who are uh, saying, who is this? Who is this bright fellow? I want to know, uh, know what he does. Uh, yeah. Well, 
Okay, and I'm sorry, I forgot your question. You have any shows coming up? Any chances for people to hear you around? Oh, uh... um, well, yes, I have. I have a show coming up in which I am coaching. You know, I'm I'm producing the show, which is a little different role for me. And thanks to my wonderful people of Montclair, the Seed Artist Organization, um, we are on June 11th. One way to remember June 11th is that it is a month from today. Yes. So a month from today, you'll have an opportunity to hear some great music from members of the AACM, who, as you know, many of them are celebrating the 50th anniversary in concerts in New York. But this is in Montclair, New Jersey. And this is a trio of three musicians who span the spectrum in influences. They're young musicians. They're younger than me. <laughs> um, Tomika Reed, cellist. Nicole Mitchell, flutist. And Mike Reed, percussionist, have a concert at the Glenfield School in Montclair. You can't miss the Glenfield School in Montclair uh, because it's right at the Bay Street train station. But of course, now we live in a day and time when all I have to do is give you a www and yes. you'll get there. But um, So we are seedartists.org. We are also found on the Freedom of Sound page on Facebook because when we did our Dolphy concert last year, uh, the name of the concert was Freedom of Sound. And if you go to the Freedom of Sound Dolphy page today, you'll see all kinds of stuff from the event that we did last year. You'll hear other Dolphy fans making comments. We have a guy, Alan Saul, who's uh, brought out some interesting uh, um, uh, points on Eric Dolphy's life and 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 we have people who made wonderful contributions as well to to help fund our concert in which we paid 40 musicians we made donations to the jazz foundation of america we helped local dance company uh with their budget so we're doing what we're doing to rekindle the fire of music in the young people and uh so whenever you make donations to us, it's going somewhere that's meaningful. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so remember that, Seed Artists. We are having the concert in uh, Glenfield School in Montclair, New Jersey, June 11th. And we'll, you'll be updated on our other events. Our large event, like the Dolphy Festival, will feature percussion in September, and we have a new home. We're very happy to have a new home with William Patterson University. Great facility, great people. So we're looking forward to doing that in September. And in November, guess who we will bring? Who, who, who? Richard Davis himself. Wow. Who we have been hearing here. Eric Dolphy's wow. dear friend, and now my friend, Richard Davis, and will come back. And 
magnificent musician. Don't leave that and out. Music, oh, musician <laughs> and magnificent writer. I want everyone to go out and look at Richard Davis's music and his writing. He has written some very interesting things uh, on music and the social condition. Uh, or just the social condition. Uh, and he is said to be one of the most recorded musicians in oh history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have new uh, activities for this year. So stay in touch with us. Um, I can uh, I cannot tell you all the significant uh promotional details because I left my cell phone at home which is why I'm, I'm back in the uh, I don't I don't have any prompts You're no one's prompting yeah. Yeah, I'm flying blind as they say um, I don't have any prompts uh, to remember I'm sure I'm forgetting many things but 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 you all go on and fill in the gaps and go check out our page and you know I mean if you don't mind mm -hmm. I'm going to in fact, when you go to Eric Dolphy on the internet now, our Freedom of Sound page comes up and just as like, oh, Eric Dolphy, Freedom of Sound, Eric Dolphy, Eric Dolphy, Freedom of Sound, and yeah, it's it's great. We, we and you know, we did a lot of, of wonderful things at that time that are still up. You can find on on Eric. So I'm sorry, you gonna say? No, I was just going to offer to spell your name for those who might not be familiar. Oh right, help them find you, Firon Akloff. Oh right. Capital P-H-E-E-R-O-A-N, and last name Akloff, A-K-Capital-L-A-F-F. And I'll spell Eric Dolphy's name for you in case you want to go look for that, too, which you certainly should, is Eric, E-R-I-C, and Dolphy, D-O-L-P-H-Y. And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, it's a whole world to discover, mm -hmm. many worlds overlapping, and... Uh, and a uh, world of music for you. And you, I should ask, we might have listeners in other parts of the world. Anything else you want to Well, up, you know, we... I, I, as everyone knows, uh, musicians like me appreciate uh, the musicians throughout the world, uh, throughout Europe and Asia. Um, I have great friends that might be listening in all those different places and um, what am I telling them? <laughs> I don't know. If you, just wanted to see if you wanted to anything else you wanted to announce about upcoming things or upcoming upcoming. No, I'm sure I'm doing something in town uh, that you should come and see, but I don't know what it is. Well, watch this space oh. and Verone's online. Locations yes, yes, uh, yeah, you, of course, yeah, as my name is not so easily spelled, um, P-H-E-R-O-A-N-F-A-K-L-A-F-F, -F, and um, on my website I have different things, and I believe I have a Brooklyn Museum concert uh, with Lyndon Achi coming up, yes, Steel Pan, Lyndon Achi in Brooklyn Museum, maybe we'll see some of that Wiley art, maybe we can play for the Wiley art yeah. at the at Brooklyn Museum, <laughs> yeah. maybe we can be the new director. Yes. <laughs> but but yes, so so please check us out. You know, Seed Artists is a, a great nonprofit organization and, and we 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 figured out a way to make the music happen and contribute back to society. That's huge. That's for me that's that's very one of my favorite new 
activities. Fine, fine, fine one. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for that. I, on behalf yeah. of the public. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, that's uh, that's important. Many of us spend so we spend so much time thinking about ourselves, you know, like yeah, you know, getting becoming Blondie or, or <laughs> Richie Havens or whoever, else, whoever, you know, and uh, so yeah, that's really an important thing to be able to learn to have uh, uh, to create a service space with your music and your musical activities. Uh, we might have to go as far as putting musicians in political offices. We might even need that much service. To, yes. You know, it's time. <laughs> so it is time. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have uh, in service, service to our listeners and ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have another astonishing live recording of Eric Dolphy. Yes. This now, uh, one of the most storied venues in Europe not the world, I would say, Le Chat Qui Pêche. Yay! In Paris. It was one of the <laughs> few homes for forward-thinking musicians in the mid-60s. And uh, this was really home base for... Uh, it's one of the places that uh, Don Cherry used to talk about, and, and a, lot of, a lot of great musicians came through there, and Eric Dolphy, very much one among them. Um, we're in 1964 now. Early 64... Eric Dolphy went to Europe with Charles Mingus. They did an extensive tour together, which is very well documented, and uh, something you certainly should seek out. Jackie Byard, great band, great band. And um, Eric Dolphy told Charles Mingus, uh, as they were on this tour, that he was planning to stay in Europe, which was something he was planning to do. He had uh, a fiancé, someone he was involved with in the dance scene, I think, mm -hmm, in Paris. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... Uh, so this is whose relative we met last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's we were in contact with her. She couldn't make it, but um, but we did see her relatives. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, now it's June of 1964. There are new things unfolding in Eric Dolphy's life, mm -hmm. and new music, and uh, living on the continent, and uh, shockingly and sadly to this day. Eric Dolphy passed away fairly suddenly in Berlin uh, just a couple of weeks after this recording that we're going to hear. He, I think June 29th was mm -hmm. his uh, the last his last day, and this is June 11th. So this is mm -hmm. that moment right. um, just before what would be his end. He was in good health, other than the fact that uh, he was a diabetic, which was managed at the time. But I think he was. Uh, and, and full stride when at the time this recording well, was made. Well, I believe he was spiritually in full stride, but um, the impression that I get is that he was living the life of a, a pauper, and I don't think nutrition was the top thing on his list. Mm -hmm. um, and so it could not have helped. He probably, he, yeah. Yeah, he didn't, you know, today we see that people all of a sudden can become diabetic. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, it was, I guess, a bit rare. I mean, it, it, to have it to be undiagnosed was a little rare. Most people who were diabetic knew they were diabetic. But um, 
for it to uh, but see there's another part of this story that is uh a bit of conflagration i mean on my part i mean i'm it's you know i i know what it's like uh even though it was june <laughs> i know what it's like being in europe in the spring you know it's a beautiful feeling especially Paris. that's why they wrote songs right um and you can overextend yourself mm. and you and you can be sleeping in situations that are cold mm. and damp mm. and that's you know uh there's a famous um uh painting that i always like to it that reminds me very much of paris and um The whole painting is gray. Mm. It's called the uh, Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Monet. No. You know, it's not Monet. It's, Mati it's Matisse. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's actually yeah, Matisse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the whole thing's gray. And there's a tiny little spot of green <laughs> on the corner. And that's, and, and it, that painting communicated to me that feeling you have in Paris like yeah it's gray and damp and cold but it's okay <laughs> there's a, there's a green lining to this <laughs> almost uh uh, uh, uh unbreathable <laughs> uh air yeah so yeah so yeah, it's it's easy to get sick. Mm. I mean, one of the times I was there a couple of years ago, one of those gray, you know, damp days uh, certainly didn't help my health. So yeah, Berlin the same. Berlin oh, yeah, the yeah. same way. Even more so in Berlin. Yeah. So it can be cold, damp, and if you're in a place that is not uh, centrally heated in 1964. I, I can just imagine several situations where one could succumb to sure. difficulty. And then, as we know, un, without being said, uh, and I guess Mingus making a big stink about it uh, that everybody remembers, being a black man going to a hospital in Germany in 1964 is not going to put you in the front of the line. Yeah. You know, so we all imagine that he was ignored and um and we know that they expected that he was just another jurgatic musician probably so that he did was not, yeah that he did not get the care kind of care that would have uh warranted someone under an attack so a lot of those factors you put all those factors together and um you know in addition to the bright light that he was, you know, that that was our messenger, and that's just what it, the story wrote, you know. So more than anything else, what he did was greater than what how, how it ended. Indeed. Indeed. Well, let me um, run the names of the players by you. Oh. And... Uh, give me any kind of response or not or we can just get into the music as you like but I'll tell you who 
he's playing with here. Do the do the do the Lipton <laughs> the Lipton <laughs> test, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, Eric's here on alto saxophone and bass clarinet. Donald Byrd on trumpet. Wow. Yes. Yes. Uh, Nathan Davis on tenor. Oh my goodness. Uh, that is where the American names on the list end, unfortunately, or not necessarily unfortunately, but. Uh, Jack Diaval on piano. Mm-hmm. Jacques Hess is the bassist. Mm-hmm. Franco Manzecchi on drums, who was, mm-hmm. I think, a regular at uh, the Shaki Pesh. Mm-hmm. And on Congas, Jackie Bamboo, mm-hmm. who's also turns up on uh, some recordings there. So uh, I think Eric Dolph was getting into the scene with local musicians, Americans who were living overseas at the mm-hmm. time. and. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the local uh, Paris, very vibrant right. spot for right. No, that's exa- that's exactly that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like um, this was Eric's version of jazz workshop. Yes, you know, and you know he was lucky to have some comrades there uh, from the states, and he and everybody else who was there. I mean, you know. J- on the on congas, you know, Jack could have been. It could have been like that scene, you know, the, with Jack Lemon playing bongos in that film. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> right. This, this could have been like some serious beatnik, uh, yeah, vibe in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can just imagine it was it was a beautiful atmosphere and full of Galois smoke. Oh, no doubt. And you know you know how the Shaki Pesh and, and most of those clubs were. They were underground caves. Yes, yes. So yeah. if you can imagine being in a cave. I've been in some of those caves. Yeah? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. And that you can't believe it. Like mm-hmm. you're walking along these elegant streets in Paris and uh, – you know, the light, even at night, maybe, you know, reflecting off the river or whatever it might be. And then you're down in, I mean, it seems like it's hundreds, if not thousands of years old. <laughs> and the ceiling is right above your head. Yep. And everybody, uh, conversation, cigarette smoke, all just like, you know, at this level, yep. kind of just like the place is just full, full of yep. sound, full of smoke. Yep. I got to have a drink or get out of here one or the other yeah, right now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been in there. Yeah, that's a that's a special feeling. <laughs> well, there we are. There you are. There you are. You're in Lashaki Pesh. It's June 11th, 1964, 52 years to the day before Firon Akhlov's gig in uh Montclair, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh let's let's take it to the stage. Why not? You are listening to Deep Focus on WKCR FM New York and WKCR HD1. I'm Mitch Goldman. Firon Akhlaf is my guest, and we are off to Paris.
Well, now that did not sound like a smoky little basement. No, it didn't. It, it, it sounded like it was made just for recording an ensemble. It was actually a beautiful, uh, high-fidelity recording. Yes. Yeah, I would assume made by the good offices of the French radio, the ORTF. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking a little bit about their mastery of recording acoustic instruments with their fantastic microphone array, mm-hmm. which they could do in a live venue, but that uh, didn't sound like it. Mm-hmm. Listed as Le Chaki Pesh, mm-hmm. a great live venue in Paris, but either way, um, I think we are listening to the musicians listed. Donald Byrd on trumpet, Nathan Davis, tenor saxophone, Jacques Gieval on piano, Jack Gieval, I should say, Jacques Hess on the bass, Franco Manzecchi on the drums, Jackie Bamboo, not on that track, but on the next one, next two coming up, he plays congas. Uh, Springtime, it's listed as one of Dolphy's compositions. And I'm curious, so uh, we were kind of painting a picture for ourselves, really, of... uh, Eric Dolphy merging into this new life as a an American abroad and finding the community of musicians and everything I've heard about Paris in the 60s filled with, uh, uh, well, very cosmopolitan mm-hmm. musicians from around Europe and around the world convening and, uh, and finding common ground and an open environment, very supportive of new discoveries, improvisation, and... Uh, what do you think hearing the music? Is that... Uh... Well, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely sounded uh, not only like spring, but uh, quite romantic in this kind of Spaniard uh, tonality way, uh, <laughs> um, which, I, which I thought was interesting. Um, uh, on some level, it was a, a deep, dark groove, and, yeah. but in, a, in, a, in another way, you know, it was... Uh, Reaching a little bit into, uh, you know, just that mysterioso uh, mm. that comes with uh, the music of the uh, flamenco mm. influence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And maybe even a, a Moorish tinge, perhaps. Um, <laughs> that's right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. In, in fact, that... In Paris, that's what they would be experiencing. They yeah. probably were experiencing uh, the North African section of Paris, right, right, um, as well as um, eating some very good tagine, maybe tagine and mm-hmm. couscous dishes and all that kind of thing. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> you know if you don't have a lot of uh, yeah, exactly fiscal resources. I did that many a day. <laughs> you could Paris. do a lot worse. <laughs> you could do a lot worse. Probably not as much Vietnamese then, but you know, right? <laughs> that's another good way to go. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, safe to say Eric Dolphy finding like-minded musicians and people probably, I would guess. Uh, I mean, he's. He's a pretty big deal at this point. I mean, he may right, not. Right. He's. I don't think he's. He's not filling concert halls the way Coltrane is. But um, recordings of him with Coltrane have been released. He's now just recently become a Blue Note artist. Um, I don't know if uh, Out to Lunch probably has not been released yet, but it's been recorded. I'm guessing. And uh, I mean, he's somebody. He's 
known. He's come right. through playing the big halls with Mingus and Coltrane, and now he's you know living here in our town. He's he's a heavy hitter, but I don't suppose the image we have of him, in particular from some of the things you've said about him, it's not like he would lord over people about that. Well, you know, some of these qualities of his would not necessarily uh, be translated in a, in a cultural way uh, at that time. He, Perhaps it, it, I wouldn't say it would be a struggle because generally in finding like like-minded people, you there's there's a comfort zone. But you know, striking out on your own and and being a, an expatriate, I I've seen many mm-hmm. uh, decades of expatriates, mm-hmm. all with a similar bit of uh, strain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, particularly. Paris mm. you know there's just it's it, it can be really wonderful and it can be a little tough mm. you mm. Know? Mm. so um, yeah yeah especially you know uh, without you know speaking the language but um, so yeah it's uh, I could certainly see how those opportunities for him could open up and um, I I, in thinking about his European experience, I would like to talk more with Han Binnick. Yeah. Um, who uh, almost came to our festival last year, um, but couldn't make it. But we certainly invited him, and we were talking, and almost got him there. Mm. Um, but Yeah, he uh, made some great recordings mm-hmm. with Eric Dolphy and went on to become a celebrated improviser mm-hmm. and uh, great musician mm-hmm. in his own right. And and Misha Mengelberg as well, um, who I was lucky enough to record with once uh, on an Anthony Braxton record. Uh, it's called, what is it, Charlie Parker Sessions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You are listening to Deep Focus on WKCR FM New York and WKCR HD1. I'm Mitch Goldman. Firon Akloff, our guest in studio tonight and celebrating the music of Eric Dolphy with some true rarities from the WKCR archives. And uh, one of our listeners, Barry Karp, was kind enough to send in some of the information we were not quite coming up with. Tech savvy. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Um, so you want me to tell you where you're going to be? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On Saturday, May 30th at 7 p.m., you are going to be with Lyndon Ache at the Brooklyn Museum. Yes. <laughs> and on Friday, July 10th at 7 p.m., you, Firon Aklaf, are going to be with Ricardo Gallo at Joe's Pub here in Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, you can find out all this and more by going to FironAklaf.com, and you can hit uh, Go Events, and you'll find all kinds of cool stuff there. I'm going to spell once again. So it's www.fironaklaf, P-H-E-E-R-O-A-N, Aklaf, A-K-L-A-F-F dot com. 
and uh, yeah, that and more coming and, up. And and yes, and 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 also, I must put a a notice in uh, for our trio um, that we're sponsoring a concert for uh, the trio from Chicago: Tamika Reed, Nicole Mitchell, Mike Reed. That's June 11th in Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, the, yeah. The new Yorkish. <laughs> <laughs> now, Barry Yorkshire. also, by the way, as you may know, visual artist and professor of, says the Notre Dame painting is not gray, it's blue and gorgeously abstract, geometrical, and not. And uh, goes on. So it's Matisse, 1914. You're... But you're you're you zeroed in on the image though. Oh, but see, <laughs> really, is there only one? You know, there's probably more than one. I would bet. <laughs> I would bet. I would bet there's more than one. I saw the one in Paris, so I don't know which one. <laughs> so, that was not not, not, uh, not the one at the Met. Not giving you a hard time about <laughs> no, it. Right? Oh, you're thinking. Oh, you're thinking of the other one. Yeah. Uh, the- <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one everyone knows. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm onto some other stuff here. Oh, you, you, don't thank know, you. you don't know anything thank, about that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that information. Uh, yeah, but, you know, um, yes, Paris, a special place. Mm. And, um, and, uh, Well, as as Eric Dolphy wrote, it's it's kind of hard to say because huh, it's a little, uh, as they say, emotionally overwhelming. We performed with James Newton conducting, who was a a serious Dolphy uh, person. Uh, who was bequeathed the music of Eric Dolphy, which is now he has also donated to the um, Smithsonian. And we were fortunate enough to perform some pieces that Eric had never performed. Is it Smithsonian or I think a, a Library of Congress? Library of Congress. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> so, excuse me, Larry. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> Larry does a great job down there. Um, yeah. Um, we performed a piece that had not been recorded. And you know what the name of it is? Tell me. On the Rocks. Hmm. Hmm. Now, you know, Eric was not a drinking man. No. So you know what on the rocks meant. Mm. For those of you who are not used to American colloquialism, on the rocks means when you're having a hard time. You're like a ship that's been tossed ashore uh, on the rocks. Yeah, you didn't land on a nice sandy you didn't, beach. Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> no sandy beach, no palm trees and cookouts. Mm. Yeah, so 
that piece is called On the Rocks. And uh, moving toward, you know, broader, uh, you know, harmonies, of course, and, and, or, you know, expand more expansive than what jazz players were doing at the time. And, but at the same time, with a structure of a kind of a 12 8 blues. Hmm. So, it was, yeah, it's, it's really a special. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. And thinking about it now, it's it's more powerful than when we did it because I was thinking so much about organizing the musicians and playing it well and whatnot. And, but now looking back on it, <clears throat> the kind of piece, it, it it does tell a little bit of his story, and I, and I guess it was telling his story at the time. Uh, I would bet that being in Europe was not all fun mm, mm. Uh, in that those last months. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, there's still the music. Maybe, maybe not during, you know, no, when you're not on the bandstand, <laughs> you know, right. or in the museums. <laughs> right. Yeah, to hear you wouldn't know it. Mm. Hearing them That's on right. this recording right. in Paris. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, well, let's go back to the bandstand. The next two pieces, coincidentally or not, uh, are pieces that we heard in the previous set from a year and a half earlier in at the Gaslight Inn in Queens, mm-hmm. uh, 245, and GW. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, and we'll get to compare, uh, see how different the approach might be playing it uh-huh. with these, uh, this m- multinational Parisian ensemble compared mm-hmm. to uh, his cohorts back in, in the hood in New York. So... Um, we are celebrating the music of Eric Dolphy in deep focus tonight. Let's go to Paris, WKCR.
Was I lying? I was not. There you go. You heard it for yourself. What a, what a, what a, ah, all right. Sounds like I'm complimenting my own work. What can I say? I'm a huge fan of Eric Dolphy, and I'm a huge fan of Theron Akloff. And I uh, think we brought together something very mighty here, getting one talking about the other. I have a feeling Eric Dolphy would have been just as big a fan of Theron Akloff's, too, had he had the opportunity. All right. So that's part two of three. This is a program from May of 2015. And uh, there's one more piece of it for you, ready for you. And there's also a hundred other episodes with more going up every week at the Deep Focus Podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcasting app or at mitchgoldman.podbean.com. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. Go on, go on. Cue up part three. All right, see you over there.